shouldn't put that just out Just in there. case God is hearing, she's got to cover her <laughs> just bases. Just in case God's hearing? <laughs> it's a joke. <laughs> Welcome to Religious War, the podcast for questions of faith, culture, and denominational dispute. I'm Alex. She's Protestant. And I'm Katie. Catholic. Today we're going to talk about prayer, how we should pray, um, like the, the different ways of prayer and stuff. And the little backstory about this is Alex and I have talked about this um, a bit together. And it's just because we come from such different backgrounds in prayer that um that makes it different and like we experience like the different like churches differently and stuff. This is my first time in a non-Catholic church like going consistently and the way that they pray is so different. Um, as a Catholic, I mean I guess I'll start there. Like as a Catholic, we really do private prayer. It's very like the mass is very structured around like like music playing, quiet time to pray. Um, when you're taught to pray, you're like given prayers to do on your own, um, you're taught to like pray before you go to bed, like kneeling beside your bedside. I mean, I prayed as a family and I went to a non-denominational youth group, but it was very, very centered on like personal talk with God. Yeah, so I guess we could just jump right into it. Um, yeah, so I think, I think a lot of the things you're saying is true that like Protestants slash, I don't know if it's all Protestants because High Anglican tends to be a bit yeah. more Catholic, but at least the church background that I was born into it is a lot more of praying together. Though I have to say that um, I think the church that we go to in London, like every church does it a little bit differently. Mm-hmm. My church back in New York um, doesn't as consistently, for one reason or another, do things like uh, big prayer groups with everyone mm. turning to talk all the time. So like prayer in service, of course, like the pastor prays, but I think that's pretty much everywhere um but in service like we do like we have like a time of um we call it like a time of confession and renewal and like that's the time yeah in in new york um and we'll have like a few minutes to my dad my dad is a pastor i feel like i should mention that um and he'll like say a a verse that has to do with like probably like confessing your sins or like making yourself whole with god um and then people have like two minutes or so to like pray individually. And now that's interesting if we want to go off that for a minute because it's the opposite with Catholics. We yeah. pray privately and confess I wouldn't say publicly, but like but with a priest. Yeah. Yeah, so like there's that and then there's so in it's usually in Bible studies where we pray together. Um and like I mean, we've never really prayed as a group like in a church service, if you remember. Like not really in a service. Yeah, I mean, like, I would also argue, like, of course there's prayer in a Protestant service. Like, we're referring to the, like, the church that we go to now. But there's not as much, I mean, compared to a Catholic Mass, there's not much, as much time for prayer. It's more, well, that's like, what, a, but what, what like I'm a saying, sermon and stuff. But what I'm saying is there's no, like, group prayer in a service. Yes. The group prayer is mostly for Bible studies and for, like, prayer-specific yes. meetings. But I would also say that there's very little, or not very little, but, like, little private prayer as well. I think that really depends on where you go. Oh, and yeah, like, no, definitely. I'm just referring to, like, our Yeah, and life. I mean, I think, like, we always, like, there's usually at least be open and close with a prayer. There's usually a prayer before. Like, oh, we yeah. always have prayers after the sermon, like, for, like, five minutes, which is something that I don't do at my church back home, which I actually really like. Um, but I, I guess it, 
like, and I'm not criticizing. No, I, I know. Um, <laughs> at least, yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know if it comes down to like which way is correct because I think that the Bible shows examples of both happening. Yeah. Um. So like in in the which, book of that the oh wait you like, mentioned yours. Well, I don't know the exact verses. Um. But in like in the book of Acts, it talks about the apostles devoting themselves to prayer together. Um. And it talks in general like the church is in Acts is a very communal home based church. Um. Where people are not only, like, it's not a service like we would think of it now, but they're coming together, they're eating food together, they're praying for one another. Um, And I honestly, like, I think that, um, no, I have nothing to say about that. Say something. Um, So, I mean, obviously there's, the Bible talks about prayer quite a lot. I was here for, like, 15 minutes before we started this episode, like, going through, trying to figure out what I was going to use. Alex was very, well annoyed stressed (laughs) yeah because she didn't know what it was going to be so she was like why are you pulling up bible topics Uh, or bible topics bible verses i can speak english so i i mean obviously we have like in james like it talks about like praying for others and like we have like the our father mentioned lots of places um and then matthew 6 6 um but whenever you pray go into your room and shut the door and pray to your father who is in secret and your father sees in secret will reward you now, of course, there's, like, the whole, like, parable about, like, don't let your right hand know what your left hand is doing. Mm-hmm. So, like, don't, like, pray just for people to see you and, like, to look like a good Christian, which one could argue that that's all that's referring to. Mm-hmm. But I definitely think that's more. And I'm not saying, like, that Protestants don't pray in private or anything. Like, I know that happens. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, um, yeah. Well, that verse, I, well, can I actually see? Yeah, we're using, it's the Catholic Bible, Anglicized NRSV. Where is this verse that you're pointing it's, to? Um, because right before this verse, I think it's important to read. It says, mm-hmm. do not be like the hypocrites, for they love to stand out and pray in the synagogues and at the street corners so that they may be seen by others. Truly, I tell you, they have received their reward. But whenever you pray, go into your room and shut the door and pray to your father who's in secret. And your father who sees in secret will reward you. Yeah, so that's what I mean. Like, so you can take that as but, like, yeah, I don't, I don't think that that would ever mean to say like don't pray in front of people no and, and that's not the point I'm yeah trying to make. because that i mean that's specifically saying like you know d- during this time the the pharisees were like the the the, the religious like the main big you know correct religious group um in first century judaism and um they were very much about making sure that people knew exactly how religious they were. So they would stand on the street corners and in the synagogues and, you know, um, say, like, oh, dear God, like, you know, in Hebrew. (laughs) You know, and and, and, and keep up these, like, phrases and kind of, like, show off their theology and, like, do all these things in order to to receive praise from people. Um, And so that, that Bible verse says, you know, they, they will receive their reward, meaning people look at that and they say, yes, they are religious. They've received their reward. But the point of prayer is not to be praised by man for what you can say, but it is to be, um, to have that relationship with God. I think there's always a temptation when you pray with other people mm-hmm. that it could turn into like, oh, am I going to be able to like say like the best prayer? Um, but I don't think that that verse is saying like, therefore, like don't pray with other people. No, I, I definitely, I mean, I think I said this earlier. I think that, like, praying in a group is, like, a, a very wonderful thing. It's very important. I think it's it's especially important for, like, building a church family and a church community. Yeah. And but isn't, I, 
it's an encouraging thing as well. Like when I, when I pray with people and I actually hear their prayers for me, like that, cause that's what we do at midweek every week after we do our Bible study, we pray in, in small groups of maybe like three people. Um, and we share kind of the things that we need prayer for. And then we hear the other people pray about it and we can see like their care for us in like a direct way and be renewed in that. I definitely agree with you. Um, it is, it is a nice and encouraging thing to hear. I think just the way that I was brought up with prayer, it's always a bit weird for me to like hear somebody directly like praying like about me like and about like the things that like I've like asked to pray for even though like I totally support people praying for each other I mean like I pray for you you hopefully pray for me and um any confirmation there? yeah okay <laughs> <laughs> sorry I didn't mean to be silent there <laughs> and um and um and like I ask people to pray for me like all the time and then when people like tell me like things that they're struggling with like I, I go and I pray for them so I think that that's amazing and incredibly important and like the basis of prayer but it is always weird for me to be like in a circle and to hear it yeah. out loud somebody like praying for me can I share something a bit controversial oh boy um I think that and I'm not making any claim about you in particular oh boy. <laughs> but I think that like on the other hand there could be like it takes a lot of it one of the things that I've always felt really hard about like praying with people, especially, like, when Mm -hmm. they're praying for you, um, is that, like, my prideful heart doesn't want to do that. Like, it feels very weird for me to, you know, say to a person, like, I'm having a lot of trouble with this. And, like, and then hearing them say things like, you know, please, like, they feel weak right now, make them strong. Like, hearing people say that, like, I think can be really hard on your pride, I also think, like, on the other hand, like, there's, like, a bit of a temptation with just doing personal prayer Mm -hmm. that means that you're not sharing in, like, community as much with those people, specifically with regard to, like, I mean, prayer is powerful when done by a lot of people. Absolutely. Um, And, like, it's like when when you talk to someone... You know, obviously we talk a lot <laughs> and, <laughs> no. and we found that like when we just talk to each other, we bounce ideas off of each mm-hmm. other and we sometimes gain new ideas. And I feel a similar way about prayer in that when I'm praying with someone, sometimes something that they'll say, um, like, you know, maybe they'll mention a verse from the Bible or maybe they'll just say something in a way that like reminds me of my identity in Christ and also mm-hmm. reminds me of how much they care about me as a person. And of course it can be a thing. I think especially in, like, large groups uh, where it can become, like, look at this, like, great prayer that I'm doing. Um, But I think, like, praying, like, a lot of times it's also, like, I pray a lot with just, like, one other person. So, like, you know, over the summer when you were in the hospital, I prayed. That's another story for another time. (laughs) When you were in the hospital, like, and I was really stressed about it. Like, Rachel came up to me. Rachel's our friend. Um... And I told her that that was happening and like, I didn't even bring it up and she was like, Hey mate, do you want to, do you want to pray about it? And that's exactly how she would have said yeah, it. Like, yeah. Hey mate. <laughs> hey, mate. <laughs> um, and I was like, I like, I didn't really like that. I wasn't telling her that because I wanted to pray with her. And like, I historically have not been very used to praying with people either. Really? Really? Yeah. Um, huh. and so like when she said that, but like, as soon as she said that, I was like, 
yeah, I do want to pray with you. And so like we, we went in the corner and like left to everyone who was doing whatever. And we just like spent a few minutes in prayer for our friend. Um, and you know, it like, it, it relieved some of my stress. It, you know, we were praying about you and hope, and you ended up being Peace. okay. So, um, <laughs> yeah. um, but it also just like reminded me of like how great our community is in Christ that like, I have these people who like will take their, take time out of what they're doing to like be separated from everyone else and go pray. And I think that's honestly, that seems like an example of going into a room and shutting a door, even if there's one other person there. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like it's it's not like you must be alone. It's you're you shouldn't be doing it for the public. Absolutely. Yeah. And um and I mean I think it's like a really beautiful thing and it's been something really nice that like I've been like exposed to and stuff. Um and it's something that like I want to continue doing like I want to like challenge like myself to like get out of my comfort zone and like like pray like yeah. more in groups and stuff and like and like listen to the prayers that are like going on in groups. Um but I think it's just something that I'll always um, be slightly uncomfortable with, I think. But I don't think that's a bad thing. I, I don't think, think either. I think that that's a very common thing. And I think that, I've, like, most of the people who I've spoken to who aren't Catholic would yeah, probably that, say the same thing. I know that we were, we were like, talking to our friend the other day, and, and she said the same thing. I was, like, going to launch into my whole thing there, but I wanted to save it for this. <laughs> um, but it's, it's also, it's not just the fact that I feel uncomfortable, because I think that, like, a lot of people feel uncomfortable doing that, because it's, like, rude in the fact of, like, speaking aloud, basically. Um, but it's also the fact well, that it's I... it's also, like, heavily personal. Oh, absolutely, yeah. Yeah, yeah. and, um, and I mean, yeah, yeah, anyways. Um, but I think it's also, like, that I personally, whether it's, from like my personality or like my upbringing, whatever it is, I find that I don't connect with it as much okay. where, I mean, like I still connect with it. Like they're never just empty words ever. Yeah. Um, and like, I'm like, I'm always like, like talking to God in those moments and, and speaking the truth and stuff. But, um, for me, like the, the most like personal like connection, like the, like the best time that I feel like I'm like most genuinely or like most like connected to it is is when I'm praying like by myself or or like going through prayers and like talking talking with God on a personal level and I just I think that that not that it's a disconnect but like the like the less of a connect um isn't necessarily a bad thing because I think that a lot of people and some of the people that like I've been talking to like recently and stuff kind of criticize the like the Catholic Church for like having it focused on private prayer. Well, I think that the Catholic Church could definitely benefit from more community prayer. I don't think it's necessarily a bad thing that the focus is on private prayer and growing in that way and that there's less of a connect with the other. I mean, what do you, what do you I, think? I don't think that it's bad to... I, it's weird to use the word focus because, like, that's not a matter of theology. That's a matter of, like, how a church service is run. Like, there's never going to be a Bible verse that's, like, you know... 70% of your prayer should be this and 30% of your prayer should be this. <laughs> yeah. Like, I think that, like, I, I mean, I do a lot of personal prayer as well. And, like, I, th I find that I gain different things from them. Like, I mean, there are some similarities, but, like, when I'm praying in community, I'm, I'm, we're growing as a church. And you don't grow as a church when you're just praying alone. But when I pray alone, I am, like, really um, connecting to God and building my relationship with him. Same when I do, like, devotionals. Um, on the flip side, something that like I have, and I think a lot of like Protestants, 
Um, maybe a hi and click an aside. <laughs> should be like a constant disclaimer. Um, they don't connect to as much slash understand as much is um, slash a reason why I think a lot of Catholics may have more of a trouble with group prayer, not really including you, um, is the fact that most of the prayer in like the Catholic mass is like dictated prayer. Like it's like a certain prayer that you read during certain times, Mm -hmm. which I don't think is a bad thing. I mean, like I have the book of common prayer for the church (laughs) of England, right. To my eternal angst. Um, And like, I think that like having certain prayers, obviously like God gave us like the Lord's prayer and that's like an amazing prayer. And it teaches us like some of the great ways to pray. Um, So there's of course nothing wrong with like a certain prayer that you read. I think that can Mm -hmm. be very beneficial. Um, and especially because most of them usually just come directly from verses of the Bible. Like Paul has certain prayers he says all the time. And in fact, like I use a lot of them in my own prayer life because like they're good prayers Um, and it reminds me of like the kinds of things I should be praying about, um, Mm -hmm. and how I should pray for people and that kind of thing. Um, but at the same time, like, I feel like it can seem quite like static and quite like a routine when it's like during this time, like for this reason, you pray this thing. And for this, you pray this thing. And, like, I know a lot of people for whom, like, they never had really a personal relationship with God because that's all they were taught to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and how prayer kind of, to them, seems like a thing that was only for, like, the holy of holies. Like, the people who were, like, really good at being religious. And not something that's just, like, for for the masses, for everyone to do. I think kind of, like, bringing it into a group setting makes it clear that it's not about, like, being the most religious person in the room. Like, it's not about just, if you're good enough, you'll also do this prayer thing. Yeah, I definitely agree. And I mean, that's certainly a criticism of the Catholic Church and one that, like, while I don't think that we should change everything I do, I think that's definitely a place where we can yeah, I don't. I don't really mean it's like a... I, I mean it more as, like, a cautionary thing than, like, a yeah. criticism. If you, like... I Again, like, I think private prayer, great, amazing like don't have a problem with prescripted prayers but i think that as just as that there are certain things that can be temptations when it comes to group prayer there are also equal temptations when it comes to private prayer definitely um and there's definitely times when i'm like kneeling beside my bedside and i find myself like wandering off to like the list of things that i have to do tomorrow instead of praying um cuz like there's <laughs> nobody like to keep me like um on track but um I mean, that doesn't happen that often, but um, <laughs> should put that just out Just in there. case God is hearing, she's got to cover her <laughs> just bases. Just in case God's hearing? <laughs> it's a joke. <laughs> um, but um, He does about, tune in to the podcast, by the way. Very exciting, celebrity listener. <laughs> um, we're not going to get into the, like, the hardcore discussion about, like, the rosary or Mary yeah. or anything in this podcast, but just um, to, like, talk about, like, a, like, a personal experience um, with, like, like, you were talking about, like, prayers that are just repetition and, mm-hmm. and um, I mean, not, like, like you said, cautionary, not criticism. Um, mm-hmm. But I, I totally understand the worry that prayers that are repeated or just the same words over and over, they can just become repetition that you're just saying. But personally, at least, and this is what I know of, like, a lot of, like, a wonderful Catholics in my life who, when, like, we talk about, like, praying the rosary or praying these kinds of prayers, is like, when I pray the rosary... I know the prayers and I know the exact words so well now that they just kind of like, they kind of play on repeat in the back of my head Mm -hmm. naturally. And while that 
it's almost like white noise. Like while that's going, mm-hmm. while I'm saying those prayers that are already prayers in themselves, I can also talk to God. And it's like a way to keep me focused where I'm not drifting off. I'm not thinking yeah. about the grocery list. I'm not, I'm focusing on prayer and I'm using that as a way to like guide me. Also like the decades, like I'll do like, I'll do like one decade for like my friends, one decade for my family. It's like, it's a way for me that guides my prayer in a very genuine and honest way. So there is a fear of it becoming too repetitious, too normal, um, where the words are not genuine, they're not Mm -hmm. meant. Um, But I think that when, like, when you grow in your faith, Protestant or Catholic, I mean, obviously we're doing this through a Catholic lens right now, but, like, Protestant or Catholic, like, when you grow in your faith, like, your prayer is going to become more genuine anyways, and then the kind of guides that the Catholic Church uses, or puts out there I really like to use it as a way to Mm -hmm. guide my prayer to be more like that yeah I think you just don't want the guides to become a replacement good wording Mm. yeah (laughs) um when it comes down to it like prayer is always going to be something that I think is hard and I think it's kind of Mm -hmm. I think it would be weird if it was easy because what I mean think about what it is it's a person a created person a, a small human talking almost as a peer to the God of the universe. Like, I mean, not obviously not as a peer, but like God gave us prayer in, in the sense that he is bringing us down to his level. Like he doesn't need us to pray in the sense that he already knows what we want. Like he, he knows where our heart is, but it's a gift that he has given us. It's a way to like enrich our relationship with him. Yeah. And to, and to like, you know, it's it's him just being a humble God and putting himself into direct one-to-one communication with us, right? Like, yeah. people will say, like, oh, I don't, you know, I don't feel like I have a personal relationship with God. And I'm like, well, how do you grow a personal relationship with anyone? You spend time with them. Yeah. Um, and you speak to them. You speak to them, exactly. <laughs> so, like, on one hand, like, prayer is hard because we're trying to do this, like, thing that should be impossible. Like, we should not be able to communicate with a like God who is beyond our comprehension. And how wonderful it is that we can. Exactly. Um, and, and I'll also mention like while it's also this this terribly hard thing, I also think that like it it should also like be the easiest thing. Like yeah, because it's it should like, be. been created to like be that and like and I think that we can like work for that. Like not like it, it is hard and when it gets hard, um, we know that it's something that we have to work on more, but I think that it can also, I mean, anybody yeah. listening to this who prays probably knows, like, it, it can also be, like, the most natural and wonderful thing. So definitely both sides, which yeah. is... And, you know, like, whenever... I, I love reading some of Paul's letters because he just... The guy knew how to pray. Yeah. <laughs> and he just, like, they're full of, like... I mean, he's writing these letters to groups of people that he cares about, and he just so easily transitions from talking to them and telling them or even reprimanding them to, yeah. like, just flowing really naturally into praying about them. Um, mm. And it's it's been one of the most beneficial things in my prayer life to, like, know those prayers and to read them. And just to, like, wrap it up real quick, um, I think... I think that there's criticisms and, like, temptations against both ways, like, private prayer and group prayer. Um, I think that both are very necessary and important to, like, to grow in and to, to focus on and to do. Um, and... But I think that the, so instead of like focusing on like how we pray and like looking at other people and thinking like how they should pray is more about like focusing on like the genuineness of the prayer, whether it's in group or privateness, like make sure that like it's focused, it's genuine, 
Um, but also just like that that should be the focus of it rather than like, oh, do you feel like completely comfortable like praying in group prayer or like does your mind wander off in private prayer? It's yeah. more about yeah. the genuineness if and you're, the connection. If you're praying to show your worthiness, um, you have failed. Yeah. Um, <laughs> because really what we're just supposed to do, I mean, it's like that parable of, was it a parable or like when Jesus was talking about like the, um, the tax, what's it called? Tax collector, the tax yeah. collector who, um, right after the Pharisee went up and, uh, gave this big, huge prayer, um, with all these fancy words, the tax collector just came and said like, God, I'm not worthy to be here but please forgive me. And that's yeah. what prayer is about. It's not about showing how good your theology is or how many words you can fit into a sentence. Um, Absolutely. So yeah. I just, if you don't mind, I'd like to end on of a, course. on this prayer from Ephesians 3. Um, this is the ESV translation, but I think that the message will communicate even if you're Catholic. <laughs> um, okay, yeah, from verse 14. For this reason, I bow my knees before the Father, from whom every family in heaven and on earth is named, that according to the riches of his glory, he may grant you to be strengthened with power through his spirit in your inner being, so that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith, that you, being rooted and grounded in love, may have strength to comprehend with all the saints what is the breadth and length and height and depth, and to know the love of Christ that surpasses knowledge, that you may be filled with all the fullness of God. Now to him who is able to do far more abundantly than all we can ask or think, according to the power at work within us, to him be the glory in the church and in Christ Jesus throughout all generations, for and ever, forever and ever. Amen. Amen. Thanks for listening to this episode of Religious War. If you want to join the discussion, follow us on Instagram or Twitter at Religious War Podcast. You can also visit the blog on our website, religiouswarpodcast.com, for the links and resources used in today's episode. See you in a fortnight!